0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: You're listening to On the Right Road. Get ready to experience extraordinary real-life inspiration and discover valuable tools to help kids find and travel the right road in school and in life. And now, here's your award-winning host, author, singer-songwriter, producer, humanitarian, and founder of Right Road Kids. It's Paula Phillips. Right Road.
2: Yes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. Did you know... That coming up on November 1st is National Authors Day. Every year... On November 1st, millions of people celebrate American authors and the books they've written. And one of the fun things about it is that people are encouraged to write a note to their favorite author on November 1st to show appreciation for the incredibly hard work authors do to write your favorite books. So in thinking about this, I really wanted to introduce you all to one of kids and teachers' favorite American children's book authors and have him shed some light, you know, on his Expertise and aspects of reading that will be really helpful for you as teachers and parents in uplifting kids on the right road. I mean, as we all know, reading is the gateway to so many things in life, and my guest this evening is truly a favorite, and one of his focuses is on inspiring reluctant readers. So tonight's show is going to be amazing, uplifting, and so much fun. Now, here's an interesting fact. I was actually a reluctant reader, I got quite ill when I was in first grade, and I got a little behind with my reading. And then reading after that became a chore for me. Now, here's the thing. I don't remember anyone ever telling me how much they loved reading. I didn't find the joy of it until I was an adult. And so my biggest tip, and kind of starting off tonight, is that if a child is a reluctant reader, really take the time to find out why. And I feel like once that nut is cracked, so to speak, you can really help solve the issue for that child or teen. And if you're a kid, talk to your parents and teachers and tell them how you're feeling if reading isn't your favorite. So you can really help find a way to love it, you know, and here's the thing for me. I didn't want to come off as a reluctant reader. I wanted to be a stellar student. So I hit it really well. No one knew no one even asked but it was a part of my life and it kind of was like a hidden bummer for me throughout school I mean I read I did great in school but I didn't like reading and I think more kids than we realize may feel that way these days with all the technology and kind of quick, quick, quick pace of everything in their lives and the fact that with the push for testing as it is now especially in upper grades I think kids often don't have as much time to just sit back and read what they love. So our discussion and our fun tonight is just going to be so important for all of us as parents, teachers, and kids. So to kick things off, before I introduce you all to my amazing children's book author tonight, I've got my On the Right Road teacher shout outs. And what I've done is I selected some teachers who shared terrific tips for inspiring reluctant readers. So I'll give them each a shout out and share their awesome tip because I promised tons and tons of tips as part of tonight's show and these are all so wonderful and helpful and so what I'm going to do is just do kind of a quick fire I'm going to read them off as fast as I can because I want to get to our wonderful guest but I didn't want to skip these because they're so amazing and helpful and here's the fun thing each teacher whose name school and tip I share will receive a fun grab bag with school supplies that help engage kids in reading and as a helpful reference all the gifts and giveaways from tonight's show um, they're going to be amazing books and reading resources to uplift kids' excitement to read on the right road, and we'll mail them all off to the recipient teachers at their schools the week of October 27, 24th. Excuse me. And tonight, get this, it's been going up and up and up. I've got around $2,000 worth of books and book-related resources to give away. So here are the On the Right Road teacher shout-outs for this evening and their awesome tips. Oh, and before I forget, you guys, I want to give a special heartfelt shout-out to all those affected by hurricane Matthew oh my gosh if you if your school if you're a teacher if you've been affected please feel free to reach out to us uh, with any school supply needs that you might have and we'll do whatever we can to help, okay? So here are my quick-fire teacher tips for reluctant readers. The first one comes from Kat Lathan from Willis Point Junior High in Willis Point, Texas. She shared, encourage kids to picture the action like they're seeing it unfold in a movie. Donna Aker from Guy Perkins Elementary in Guy, Arkansas shared that the most important thing is showing my enthusiasm Enthusiasm and love for reading I talk about what I'm reading with the kids every day and this enthusiasm is contagious amen Kevin Dunn from Pine Grove Elementary in Parkville Maryland suggests choice 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 not just in topics he says but in materials he said my class library has magazines brochures catalogs instruction materials for video games and other non-book reading materials too and here's something When I was a kid, one thing that I did love to read was Archie and Richie Rich comics and I remember more teachers and and adults saying to me you know you really shouldn't be reading those you need to be reading other important books and that was one of the things that really kind of squelched so if kids want to read something oh my gosh let them read it whatever they're interested in of course as long as it's positive Um, Lisa Frank from Livingston Elementary in Columbus, Ohio suggests finger flashlights she said kids love putting them on to read I can only imagine my son Micah has a, a camping headlight that he uses in his bed at night, and oh my gosh, we—I mean, he just can read for hours and hours. Great idea, Lisa. Also, Car- Carmel Avila from Roscoe Elementary in Sun Valley, California, shared that during Halloween time, she buys those plastic witch fingers and the kids can wear them to point to the words while they read, they love it. That's awesome for younger grades especially. Melissa Witty from Fielder Elementary in Caddy, Texas, shared that her reluctant readers enjoy flexible seating. She said if they're tucked into a cool seat, they don't even realize how long they're reading. Awesome idea. Alana Eilenberg from Pepper Hill High School in Lindale, Georgia, shared that as a teacher at the ninth grade level, I have teachers from beginning readers to past college ready reading level readers entering the ninth grade. She said, motivation to read at the high school age can be very difficult. Most students have already decided if they can or can't read. And for those who can't or think they can't, changing their attitude toward reading is most important. She said, I try to instill an I can mentality in them. I also continuously communicate my belief in their ability to learn. And something that's so wonderful related to this is teaching kids the power of yet. I've shared this before, but it's so awesome. When kids say, I can't read that, that's too hard for me, you can't read it yet. You can't comprehend that paragraph yet. It will come. It just isn't there yet, and that's okay. I love that. Teresa Moore from Rock Springs Elementary in Laverne, Tennessee, shared that her husband made phones out of PVC pipe. Kids can build confidence and excitement by hearing themselves read. I've seen these things, and I've actually tried them out. They're awesome. It's like kids can hear themselves like they're on the radio. They can't wait to read more. Awesome tip, Teresa. Thank you. Emily Prescott from Southern Middle School in Reading, Pennsylvania, likes to use anticipation guides with her 7th grade students. She said she creates a handout of thought-provoking questions and the students consider if they're true or false prior to reading. She said the process never disappoints. That's awesome. Janie Manier from Foster Elementary in Ludington, Michigan, uses the website and app. Epic Books. She said kids kids can read using Wi-Fi at school, and they can download books to their device and read at home, in the car, anywhere without internet access. And I looked into this, and from what I understand, I hope I'm saying this correctly, it's 100% free to elementary school teachers and librarians in the U.S. and Canada, and for families, I believe that it's unlimited for only $4.99 per month. And I just checked their website, and from what I saw, it looks like the first month is free. So check that out at getepic.com getepicepic.getepic.com Candy Martin from Lehman Academy of Excellence in Sierra Vista Arizona suggests reading an interesting section of a book aloud that will catch their attention leave them with a cliffhanger they can't wait to read can't, can't wait to read more absolutely great idea and Jennifer Watkins from Timberwild Elementary in San Antonio Texas shared this quote from Frank Serafini and I put this on our Facebook page a couple of weeks ago I love it there is no such thing as a child who hates to read there are only children who have not found the right book and Jennifer shared that it's her job to help them find the right book so, thank you, teachers, for your amazing tips and insights. What a blessing they all are. And welcome to every single one of you this evening. As always, I am so glad. It just makes my day to be here with you all and that you're all here listening to On the Right Road. Everything about tonight is going to be about uplifting kids reading in their lives, especially for reluctant readers. So, to start with our first awesome On the Right Road reading giveaway for tonight. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. I can hardly stand it. This is open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. First, drumroll, I have a new code word tonight. It's been listening for the longest time, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to change it up. So make sure that you get this, you guys. We're going to post our giveaways tonight on our Right Road Kids Facebook page, so make sure you have that already. And then this is not included in the little guidelines that are in the offer posts on Facebook. You also have to know that the new code word is the word amazing. So as part of each of your entry comments, however many you enter tonight, always include that code word amazing tonight, okay? So here's the first giveaway. I've got four... Barnes & Noble gift cards. They're good in-store or online, so they're good for everybody. So there will be four teacher recipients, and each one will receive one of the Barnes & Noble gift cards to enter. You can go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. The offer is going to be posted right now by Marcy. Go ahead, Marcy. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the post. It'll be open until just after the end of the show, till 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern tonight, and we'll announce the four recipients on our Right Road Kids kids Facebook page tomorrow make sure you include that code word amazing as part of your entry comment and you know this is just the first of the amazing book and reading giveaways I'll have throughout the whole show tonight again we're going to have over two thousand dollars worth of giveaways tonight so keep that Facebook page that right road kids page ready and just a quick note you guys that if you're not listening live tonight we're live Sunday October 16th the giveaways will of course be closed so now oh my gosh my heart's just beating so fast I am so So excited to introduce you all to my guest this evening. It's amazing, best-selling children's author, Dan Gutman. Oh my gosh, if you're a parent or a teacher or a kid, I am sure you know his name. He has authored more children's books than I can even count. And all told, he's sold tens of millions of copies, including amazing books like The Kid Who Ran for President, those in the My Weird School series, the Baseball Card Adventure series, the Flashback 4 series, and the Genius File series. His two favorite things about his writing career are writing fiction for kids and visiting schools to inspire kids. You know what? He's not only a great author, but he's a great guy. And I am so thrilled to introduce you all to Dan Gutman this evening. Welcome to On the Right Road. Dan.
0: Hey, Paul. How are you doing?
2: I am doing great, and I am so happy to have you here on the right road. Welcome.
0: Uh, uh, Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
2: Oh, I, I just, I, I've got so many questions here, so I'm just going to dive in, okay? The first okay. thing I want to ask you is that in our correspondence back and forth, you shared with me that you were a, a reluctant reader. What, you know, yeah. I shared a little bit about my story. Why were you a reluctant reader?
0: Yeah, I was just like you. Um, I, you know, a lot of kids, and especially a lot of boys, struggle when they're, you know, six, seven years old learning how to read. And I, I, I didn't like it. I, I found reading hard and boring, you know, and my mother was really worried about me. You know, she used to buy me comic books and mad magazines, hoping it would get me interested in reading. And it didn't really work. And it wasn't until I was in about fourth grade or so that I became a big sports fan. Nice. And that's what got me interested in reading because I wanted to learn all about sports.
2: Well, and that's what I had mentioned before, too. If your child shows an interest in something, that can be the key, the gate to opening the reading adventure for them. Oh, I love that. So, so that's really what helped you read. So now here's the next question related to that is what sparked your
0: love for writing? It's interesting. Um, I, I'm self-taught. I, I never took any writing classes. I didn't study writing in school. Uh, I was a psychology major in college and it, it never even crossed my mind to write um, until I'd been through college, graduate school, and I I just decided I didn't want to be a psychologist and I, I didn't know what to do with myself. And I, I just thought, <laughs> well, you know, what do I like to do? And I always enjoyed writing letters to my friends. Um, writing always came naturally to me. So I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to try writing. And At first, I tried writing um, screenplays, uh, newspaper articles, magazine articles, nonfiction, and, um, you know, nothing was really working. Uh, I wasn't really supporting myself. And it wasn't until my son, Sam, was born in 1990 that I, I said, well, you know, let's try writing for kids. And as soon as I started writing for kids, I felt, hey, this is what I'm good at. This is what I should have been doing all along.
2: Well, then I I switched
0: over to writing about kids for kids.
2: Well, and I love that this is such an important message for any kids that are listening. You know, whatever you love, whatever is in your heart, it might take you a little while or sometimes a long time to find that exact Mm -hmm. way that you're going to do it, and that's okay. Sometimes that leads you exactly where you're supposed to be, so don't give up. Oh my gosh, I love that. I always tell
0: my kids, I always tell my kids, you know, try everything, you know, uh, you'll, you'll You'll fail, you'll find some things you don't like, but eventually if you keep trying things, you're going to hit on that thing that you're really good at. And if you could find a way to you know, make a living doing that thing, then your job doesn't even feel like work at all.
2: I, I feel that way every day when I wake up, and that, that's a key to life finding what yeah. you love. So here's here's a fun question, Dan. It comes from yeah. teacher Heather Woodruff. She asked, it's relating to one of your book series. She said, do you get ideas for all the crazy teachers in your My Weird School series from teachers you personally know?
0: <laughs> I love this question. <laughs> yeah, um, well, the answer, I guess, really is no. <laughs> uh, in, the, in the My Weird School series, it's, you know, it's a, it's a series about a school where all the grown-ups are insane, basically. And I figure that kids like to read about grown-ups doing dumb things. So the kids are pretty normal in the series. And the grown-ups are all, like, exaggerated caricatures of, of what grown-ups are like. Like, the art teacher, you know, some art teachers never... They don't like to throw things away because they make them into art projects. Right. So I have an art teacher. She, she never throws anything away, you know, and, and she doesn't even have a garbage can in the art room, you know. So <laughs> none of the teachers are actually based on a real person. The closest would be, I'd say, the principal, Mr. Klutz, because um, he's con- constantly um, making these deals with the kids, you know, and he sort of <laughs> acts like a, like a child himself. And, He'll say to the kids, like, hey, if you kids read a million pages uh, in October, I will climb up to the roof of the school in a monkey suit and ride around on a unicycle, for instance. <laughs> you know? So, and he was based on, uh, I visit a lot of schools, and I'm, I've met a lot of principals who have done these wacky things to motivate their students to learn. So he's the, really the only one who is actually based on real people.
2: Well, you know, and it just goes to show that when, when adults make the effort to connect with kids, that it kind of shines through in a special way. So we love Mr. Klutz. Awesome. Well, now, I've got the funnest thing for you here. I hear... I like to really learn about my guests, and I hear that you like fun questions that you've never been asked before. Uh (laughs) So
1: if it's okay,
2: (laughs) I want to do really quickly. You know how they do those quick fire questions, where like I'll answer, I'll ask them really quickly, and then you answer them just as quickly with the first thing that comes to your mind. I don't have a stopwatch here or anything, but but you know, let's try to do this in two minutes. And I I just think this is going to be a blast. So hold on to your hat. Lightning round kind of thing. Yes, lightning round exactly. So here's the First question. It's it's an easy one to start. What's your favorite color?
0: I'm partly colorblind.
2: My son is too. Okay,
0: oh, really? that answers
2: that question. What's your I'm favorite
0: red green. Red, green. Oh, so is he. Really?
2: Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, I okay, learned something about you, Dan. Okay, so what's your favorite book?
0: By anybody. Um, uh, the Invention yeah. of Hugo Cabret by Brian Selznick.
2: Awesome. What's your favorite thing to do in your free time?
0: Ride my bike.
2: What's the funniest or craziest thing you've ever done?
0: I once ran into a tree chasing a frisbee. <laughs> Sorry I'm laughing.
2: <laughs> that's a good that's a good thing for one of your books. <laughs> What's the first memory that pops into your mind from when you were in school?
0: Um when my teacher picked up Norman Peters and threw him against the chalkboard.
2: Oh my goodness! Okay, now what's your favorite place in the world?
0: Central Park, New York City.
2: I love it. What's your favorite
0: word? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nina. That's my wife's name.
2: Oh, oh! And that's—I went to high school in Nina, Wisconsin. I love that. Oh my gosh! Really? No, I just got
0: yes. Okay, two, my, uh, two. My, my wife went to college in Wisconsin. Really?
2: Oh my gosh. Yes, University okay. of Wisconsin at Madison. And I went to University of Wisconsin at Oshkosh, but then I also went out to Boston to Berklee College of Music. Oh my gosh. We're going to be fast friends. My son went to Berklee.
0: What? My son went to the Berklee College of Music in Boston. No.
2: Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. This is unbelievable. Okay, two <laughs> more quick fire questions. We've gotten off, off track. <laughs> I love this. Okay, right. what, how long does it take you to write a book typically?
0: Depends on the book. Um, anywhere from um, a month to a year, depending on the book. Like, My Weird School takes about a month, whereas The Flashback 4 takes about a year. Cool.
2: Another good thing for kids to know that everything isn't always like boom, boom. Sometimes things take a lot of time. Last, yes. last quickfire question. What's one thing you'd like to write about that you haven't yet?
0: The Revolutionary War.
2: Awesome. Wasn't that fun? Oh my gosh, I think I have to start doing this in every show. It's like you get to know somebody so well. Oh my gosh, okay. So now I want to get into some meat and potatoes for all of our teachers and parents and kids listening in terms of dealing with this reluctance to read. In your eyes, Dan, are there one or two main reasons that make kids reluctant to read, or do you think there are many possible reasons?
0: I think there's probably a lot of reasons. Um, it's hard for me to generalize to all kids. Yes. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, we all develop at certain at different, uh, different paces, you know. Some kids develop really fast uh, intellectually. Others take a long time. Um, sometimes the kids just are not exposed to what really inter- interests them. Like you said earlier that, uh, you know, some kids are interested in sports. Some kids are interested in dirt bikes. Some kids right. are interested in skateboarding, and if those kids could be exposed to that kind of material, I think they would get excited about reading. Um, sometimes they just just they just kind of shut down when they have boom, they just don't like it. You know what I mean?
2: I totally do, and sometimes I think there's things going on under the surface, like maybe the parents got divorced, or maybe mm-hmm. they're dealing with some serious bullying, and and they don't want to... Talk about it all, and that's having an effect on their love for education and love for learning because they're so stuck in their head about feeling bad about themselves. So, there I feel too that there can be a plethora a plethora of reasons, and I think it's so important for us as adults to take time to find out why, you know. And I think yeah. that can help us understand and how to help. So, Dan, what is yeah. it about your books that really connect with reluctant readers?
0: Did you say which? What, what is it about your books in general? Oh, oh. Well, I see. What is it about my books that connects with Role at the Readers? Yes. Well, I mean, part of it is probably because I was one and I'm sensitive to what those kids find boring. You yes. know, like, uh, I always felt I'd open up a book and, like, the author might go on for page after page describing what the weather looks like, you know, or right. what a room looks like, or what somebody's face looks like. And I always felt like who cares about that stuff? <laughs> the story you know so I always feel like I start I have to start every book with a bang. you know I have a short attention span, and I know that if the author doesn't grab me on the first two pages, I'm going to close the book, and a lot of kids are like that too. So I always start with a with a killer first sentence, a killer first paragraph, and just really drag the reader into the story and move things along so that you know one sentence Flows nicely into the next sentence, and one paragraph uh, flows nicely into the next paragraph, and like you mentioned earlier, something about a movie in your head. Yes, that's what I'm trying to accomplish. I'm trying to make a kid pick up a book and open it up, and like two hours later, they look up and they feel like, wow, that didn't even feel like reading. That was yes. so effortless. I felt like I was watching a movie in my head. That's I, what I'm I love to it accomplish.
2: Well, and it's like you're, you kind of said you're walking in their moccasins, you're walking in their shoes. I talk a lot about how important it is to, in terms of kindness and empathy to really walk in somebody else's shoes, and it's almost like it sounds like you're walking in the kid's shoes as you sit down to write. It's like if I yeah. were a kid, what would draw me in? And it works, I'm telling you.
0: It, it just, yeah, I read it, your, go ahead. I, I was just going to say that I figure a lot of people got into writing children's books because they loved to read when they were kids. And so they write for kids who love to read. Oh. But I got into it because I didn't like to, to to read as a kid. So I can really relate very well to, to those reluctant readers, especially that, boys, I think.
2: That's awesome. I, uh, yay. Well, stay with me, Dan, okay? Because okay. I... Stay on the line, the whole show here with me. I've got another On the Right Road giveaway, which is actually a fun surprise for you, too, Dan. And get this, everybody who's listening. We'll have time for a couple of listener calls tonight, too, so you can ask Dan anything you would like or anything you think your kids or students would like to ask him or your kids can call in. So the toll-free call-in number to the On the Right Road radio show is one 888 3469141. Again, that's 188 3469141. And Marcy's gonna pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page just in case you missed it when I said it. And so in just a couple of minutes, I'll be taking your live calls. So have your questions ready. And remember, every teacher whose call I'm able to take this evening will receive one of our great big Right Road School Supply gift packs. And if you're a parent or kid, that calls in, I'll send you a fun surprise too. Now note, you guys, if you get on the air with me, remember to turn down the volume of the show where you're listening because otherwise we'll get that weird feedback thing happening. So again, the toll-free number is 1-888-346-9141 on your market set call. How often do you get to speak to an amazing uh, best-selling author live? I can't wait to take your calls. In the meantime, while you're getting on the phone, here's the other The next On the Right Road giveaway, and again, Dan, this is a special surprise for you. This Mm -hmm. giveaway is open to all teachers and parents in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I have eight Dan Gutman book gifts. Now, four of the book gifts are individual books that Dan has personally autographed and sent to us. And I also purchased four four book gift packs of Dan's books for your kids so there will be a total of eight teacher and or parent recipients four will each receive an autographed Dan Gutman book and four will each receive a four book gift set of Dan's books that you can share with your kids to enter just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening follow the simple entry guidelines in the offer post the the entry guidelines are a little different for parents and teachers but it's all explained right there it's so easy you guys and include the new code word amazing as part of your entry comment, okay? And for this giveaway, you guys also include the reading level of your children or students, primary, intermediate, or advanced. And we'll do our best to match the reading level of the books with each of the recipients. So it'll be open till just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the eight recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Uh, Remember, you guys, you can call in right now to On the Right Road the the toll free number again is 1-888-346-9141. And I see a call's coming in here, Dan, but while we're waiting to get while I'm waiting to get the number here and the the person's name, I have one more question here. What are your two or three tips for teachers and parents for inspiring their kids and students to read?
0: Um tips for some teachers. uh, I would say well, a lot of these things are probably common sense i mean you've got to stock your stock your classroom with lots of all different kinds of books and as as I think you said earlier, brochures, video game catalogs, stuff like that they love that stuff yes um yeah, I would say um, be careful never to say anything negative to a, a kid who's struggling to read, you know because uh, it takes a, a hit to your self-esteem and, and that the kid might really shut down after that. Yeah, um, and I'd say the best thing you could do to encourage a reluctant reader is to get them more Dan Gutman books. I guess.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, honestly, you can't go wrong there. And you, you guys, everybody who's listening, Dan didn't reach out to us and say, "Hey, I want to be on my show to promote my books." We reached out to him because, again, November first is National Authors Day, and we picked one of our very favorite authors. And I'm just so. Thankful and blessed that Dan said yes. So we have a ton of callers here. Oh my gosh, Dan, get ready! We have I'm ready. Amber. I, I'm so excited. We have. I want to make okay. sure that all the teachers listening and all the schools and parents know what the focus is of your school programs because I know that you really um, love to visit schools. You love to encourage and empower kids. What's the focus when you go to a school?
0: When I go to a school, yeah. Um, the focus. Uh, I'd say my major focus is um, uh, to get kids to understand that you're going to encounter obstacles in, in your life and you can overcome those obstacles. And, by example, I say to them, um, I wrote this book a long time ago, and the book was called Hannes and Me. It's a, a baseball card story about a kid who has the power to travel through time using a baseball card like a time machine. And the book, I I submitted it to a bunch of publishers, and it got rejected by 10 different publishers. And I show the kids my rejection letters, and I read them my rejection letters. And I say to the kids, did I give up? And they say, no. And then I read them the next rejection letter. And I say, did I give up? And they say, no. And then finally, at the end, I say, I send it to HarperCollins Books, uh, this, this book, Honest and Me. And they actually bought it. And the book became successful. It got great reviews. It sold lots of copies. And I'm so glad that I didn't give up on this book when all those publishers were telling me it was no good. And you kids, you know, you're going to get rejected someday. And I hope when you get rejected, you don't give up either because you never know what might happen if you stick with it. So the main thrust of my my school visit is to get kids to... um, uh, overcome any kind of rejection that they are, are going to deal with in their in their lives.
2: Oh, I love it! I and I can just I've seen some little video clips of you and stuff, and I can just totally see how engaging and powerful that would be. So, how can teachers and schools connect with you if they're interested in your visiting their school?
0: Oh well, I will say that you know, I live in New York City, and uh, I used to travel all over the country doing school visits, and I. Honestly, I got a little bit burned out on the travel, the airlines, the delays, stuff like that. So, yes. what I do for schools that are not uh say within, you know, an hour of my home, I put together what I call a virtual author visit, which is basically I made a DVD of my regular presentation that I give, and then I followed up with a Skype a half-hour Skype visit where the kids asked me questions based on the DVD.
1: Oh, so, I if love anybody's that.
0: interested, Yeah, if anybody's interested in that, they should go to my website, which is uh, just www.dangutman.com, and they can uh, find out more information about these virtual author visits
2: awesome and I've seen pictures of those too and you're just and I've done a lot of Skype sessions with classes too and it really works you know it's it might done. seem like does this work it does Their kids are totally engaged and so teachers if you're interested check that out because again this Dan is not only an amazing author but he's so kind and personable and fun and exciting for the kids so I really encourage you to get in touch with him to do this for your school and you know what we've got our callers back on the line way to go Justin, we love you. Um, I, we've got Christy here from Texas. Hello, Christy. Hello. Hey, Christy. How are you doing? Welcome to On I'm the Road. I'm you. <laughs> What's your last name, Hi, Christy? Christy. Gibson. Christy. Oh, I'm so glad that I finally get to talk to you. How are you?
1: <laughs>
2: I'm fine, and you? Oh, I'm great, Christy. Now, what is your question for Dan? I know you probably have a great one.
1: Uh, I was wondering where he got the idea to name the twins in the Genius Files Coke and Pepsi. <laughs> uh, that's true. The,
0: the, 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 the Genius Files is about these two kids who are traveling cross-country in an RV with their parents while these bad guys are chasing them the whole time. And uh, I named them Coke and Pepsi because, <laughs> as a reluctant reader myself, I very often forget the names of the characters in books, Especially when there's lots of characters. So I thought, I'm going to think of the most memorable names I can give to these kids, so it will, it will be impossible for the readers to forget who they are. So I thought, well, what's more memorable than Coke and Pepsi? So I named lo- them Coke and Pepsi, and so far I haven't been sued by Coca Cola or Pepsi Cola. So I'm grateful for that. <laughs>
2: hey, they're probably thankful, actually. And you know what? I think that's a great tip for teachers in terms of um, teaching writing. What a great idea! To, if kids are having, if they're struggling with like loving writing, what a great idea to put throw in names there that just make them smile and make them laugh. I think that would be ha- make them have fun writing the entire story. I love that, Dan. Oh, yeah,
0: I did another book. Uh, Another novel called They Came From Center Field, where these aliens come in the middle of a baseball game, and they disrupt the game. And I gave all the aliens fast food restaurant names. So, like, one was called Burger King, and one was called Taco Bell, and one was called, you know, Subway or whatever. And kids got a big kick out of that.
2: Oh, well, thank you so much for calling, Christy. It's so wonderful to talk to you. And make sure that you message us with your school this year so we know where to send you your special Right Road gift pack, okay? Okay. Uh, yes,
1: ma'am. Thank you.
2: Oh, thank you for like calling. And we Bye. also have Lily from Michigan on the line. Hello, Lily. Hi. Hi. What's your last name, Lily? Man, Oh, is how old are you? Ten. Ten. Awesome. Well, do you want to ask Dan, Mr. Gutman a question? Yes, please. What would you like to ask
1: him, honey? Um...
0: Who is your most inspiring teacher? My most inspiring teacher. First of all, Lily, I wanted to say, have you read Mrs. Lily is Silly? No.
2: Oh, oh. well, we've got oh. to get her, Miss, Miss Lily is Silly. I'm going to read gosh. that one
0: because your name is in it. Um, I think my most inspiring teacher, if I recall, I think she was my, f- I think it was fourth grade. Her name was Mrs. Zatskis. And I can't even spell that for you because it was an unusual spelling. Um, and I, I still remember her. She, she was really inspiring. She really helped me with my reading. And she was very supportive, even though she knew I wasn't a, a great reader myself. Who's your, who's your most inspiring uh, teacher, Lily?
1: Um, my most inspiring teacher would have to be Mr. Rara, my fourth grade teacher, too. Oh, oh really? How cool. Why? Because he always um, kept us motivated to keep moving and everything, and it just really helped me a lot. Well, you know what, Lily?
2: I am going to send you a copy. I'm going to go out and buy it myself, and I'm going to send you a copy of Mrs. Lily is Silly by Mr. Gutman, okay? So, So that you can read the one with your name in it, and so make sure that your mom or dad that they send us a message on our Right Road Kids Facebook page so that we know where to send it to you, okay? Does that sound good? Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, and thank you so much for calling, honey. You keep working hard on the Right Road. We're so proud of you. Thank you. Bye-bye, sweetie. Bye. (laughs) Bye. And now we have Emma from Oklahoma on the line. Hello, Emma. Hello. Hello. Hey, Emma, how old are you? Um, I am 10. This is we're getting the 10-year-old calls tonight. Well, welcome to On the Right Road, Emma. Do you have a question for Mr. Gutman? Yes. Go ahead, you can Hi, ask him honey. Um, how did you get the names of the
1: characters in your books?
0: Uh, was there a specific book that you're talking about, Emma, or or, or in general?
1: Um, in general
0: in general well sometimes I just make up the names uh sometimes they're they're based on real people like um I wrote my best-selling book is called the kid who ran for president and did you ever read that one Emma yeah Cool. Okay. do you remember the name of the main character by any chance
1: uh
0: no oh that's okay his name was Judson Moon and uh, Judson Moon is actually the name of my eye doctor oh my gosh
2: how cool is <laughs> I like that? His name.
0: <laughs> so I used it in my book. And by the way, Emma, did you happen to notice that, that your name is in a lot of my books?
2: No. Okay,
0: What's, well, what's
2: one of them, Dan? Uh, I've got to get that one and send it to her.
0: Well, actually, um, almost all of my weird school books are dedicated to Emma, because that's my daughter's name, Emma. Oh.
2: Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm going to find one that has that on there where it says dedicated to Emma, and I'm going to buy that for you, Emma, and I'm going to send that to you. How does that sound? Okay. So make sure that your mommy or daddy, that they message us on our Right Road Kids Facebook page so we know how to send it to you, okay, Emma? Okay. And thank you so much for calling, honey. Keep working hard in school, and we're so proud of you, Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye, sweetie. Bye. <laughs> and we've got, bye, honey. We've got Patty on the line from South Carolina. Hello, Patty. Hello. How are you? Well, hello. I think this. I know who this is. Is this Patty Campolongo?
1: Yes, ma'am. How are you?
2: Oh, I'm great. I know you probably have a great question for Dan. Go ahead.
1: Yes, I do. Hello, Dan. Um, I am Hi, a honey. resource teacher. I'm a resource teacher, And a lot of my students are well below the grade level that they're currently in because that's why that's my job to serve them. And I know you gave wonderful hints and ideas to try to help them. What I want to know is I teach in a rural area kind of where we have a lot of, I don't want to say poverty, but we have a lot of assistance there. And a lot of our parents aren't wonderful. They're not really good readers or really... Take it as a high priority. What can we do, not just in my school district, but in general, teachers who are dealing with this issue of the parents are being real big with reading to help encourage them so the children will see them reading, which will encourage the children to want to read more also.
2: That's a great question. Yeah. What do you think, um, Dan?
0: Have you
1: ever had like a, 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 like a family reading night at the school, Patty, or something like that? Um, yes. Yes, sir. I'm at two different elementary schools. Like I said, I'm a resource teacher. And our one mm-hmm. school is uh, three-year-olds through second grade, and the other yeah. one is third graders through sixth. And we've had different family nights. Like we've had like literacy nights. We've had math nights. We've had sign, you know, in each individual one. And we also mm-hmm. had one year when both schools were, um, they were uh, four-year-olds through sixth grade, our principal then had this wonderful idea to do breakfast, books and breakfast, to try to get yeah. more parents to come in. And what we did with that was they came and they read books with their children during breakfast time. Well, what I'm thinking, as, you,
2: as you're talking, Patty, I'm thinking a great thing is something like buying kids, I mean, having the parents read the kid books, kids' books with their children. I get so much out of kids' books myself that if they're, if they're struggling with reading themselves, starting at an easy level, it's a way to encourage them to read and encourage them to read with their kids without feeling like, oh, man, I'm, I'm not smart enough at this. Does that, is yeah. that right, Dan? Do you think that's a good idea?
0: Yeah, also having older brothers and sisters read to their younger siblings is a great, great method, too. And sometimes schools will not only have family nights, but they'll have, you know, people in the community, uh, firefighters, the mayor, people yes. like that, come in to read to the kids. Um, they, they get a big kick out of that, too.
1: Yes, we, did that, we did that one time. We had, them, we had a day where um, we, had that we had people from our school district, like from the district office, they yes. came and they read, and they read to the kids, which was yeah. wonderful. And um, and I know one time when I was my first year there, I had a teacher who taught fifth grade. We did book buddies because I had my little yes. children. I had the uh, development delay class, which we started, and so I had kids. It was a way to motivate them because some of her students weren't reading on grade level, and they were they got teased by their classmates by the books that they were reading. And this will help build their self-esteem, and it was a great way because it encouraged them to continue to want to read so they could come read to my children, which we were right next door.
2: Well, that's yeah. awesome, and Patty. Thank you so, so much nice for calling. I, I, I always love talking to you. And, again, make sure that you pop a message on our Right Road Kids page. I think, you're, I, think I know what school you're at, but just so we know for sure. And um, thank right. you so much for calling, my friend. Well,
1: Thank you. I appreciate the time to talk with you all.
2: Oh, we always love hearing from you. And we've got a bunch more callers on the line. If we aren't able to get to all of you, just message me and say, hey, I was holding on the line, and I'll send you a a surprise pack too, you know, a school supply gift pack, because I I, I appreciate all of you who call in. And, Dan, we only have a few minutes left here. I do want to make sure that people know, how can they kind of find out everything they would like to know about you and your books?
0: Oh, thanks a lot. Well, of course, the website. I already gave the address. Well, Um, go ahead. Give it again. Oh, it's just www.dangutman.com. Perfect. And uh, they can also find me on Facebook, and uh, they can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, at Dan Gutman Books.
2: Well, and I have to say that Dan is very easy to connect with. You know, sometimes you have to go through a million people to get to an author. But I I, like your Facebook page, for example, it always makes me smile. I mean, you have things like help me name a a character post or, you know, so it's a fun way for you and your kids and your students to stay connected (laughs) with Dan and bring kind of fun author things into your classroom. So I really want to encourage you just right now go and click like on his Facebook page at at the very least because uh, I, I do I just think it's it's so it's such a fun page so Dan is there any kind of final thought you'd like to share with all of our wonderful on the right road listeners
0: well I did want to mention that I have a book coming out on Tuesday oh <laughs> which one?
2: Oh, I well, bet it's one of the flashback four ones right
0: no no the, oh, the next shoot. flashback four book which is uh, about the Titanic that doesn't come out until April actually April okay Wait, but there's a on Pompeii Tuesday, one
2: coming out, right?
0: The Pompeii book won't be out for two years, Paula.
2: Oh, my, see, I'm ahead of myself. So which one is coming out on Tuesday?
0: Um, it's called uh, Flashback for the Titanic uh, Project, okay. where these four kids go back in time to try and take a picture of the Titanic while it's sinking. <laughs> and I just finished the Pompeii book, but that one won't be out for quite a while. Uh,
1: but I know the how book that goes with Tuesday, publishers,
0: right? I'm sorry?
2: I know how that goes with publishers. It just takes a while to get it into the works. Well, how yeah, exciting. Yeah, we work,
0: we work way far ahead.
2: Yes. So everybody, go uh, buy here. his new book on Tuesday. How cool is that? Is there anything, Dan, that you would like to share with all the kids that are listening? I'm so. It was so fun having kids call in tonight. Just any well, final uplifting friend. message you'd like to share with them?
0: <laughs> well, they should read lots of books, especially mine. <laughs> and the book that... The book that's coming out on Tuesday is uh, the next My Weird School book. It's Mister Nick is a lunatic. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I'm chuckling because I know a Nick and he's kind of a lunatic. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I got off track there.
0: And, well, Dan, and tell Michael you know, I said hi.
2: I will. <laughs> Thank you so much. What an honor and joy it has been to have you on the right road. I feel like we're going to be friends for life now. What a blessing you are. And truly, your work is just wonderful and amazing. I encourage all of you listening. I'm not getting paid a dime to say this. I believe in what, in his books and how they encourage kids. And just there's so much fun to read. So go out and buy a library of Dan Gutman books. Thank you so much for being here with us, Dan.
1: Well,
0: Paul, it's easy when you have the brain of an eight-year-old yourself.
2: <laughs> no wonder we get along, right? <laughs> hey, Thanks, and I, I want to. Uh, You're welcome and I want to give a huge thank you to all of our On the Right Road sponsors of course Right Road Kids, Right Road Productions, Lori and her Keller Williams Real Estate Team Nair and Seatsack. Reminder to uh, mark your calendars you guys the next live On the Right Road show will be on Sunday, November 6th October has five Sundays so there'll be three Sundays in between now so Sunday, November 6th and that day is actually the day that Daylight Savings Time ends so we'll be getting an extra hour that Day and we'll make sure you all know it will be at the same time, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. So just make sure that you make a special mark on your alarms for that. Rem- a reminder to you guys to make sure to really engage with our Right Road Kids Facebook page. A lot of you have been saying, how come I'm not seeing your posts? And it's because... Facebook is huge now, so in order to see posts at the top of your newsfeed, you really need to like and love and comment and share and engage in a, a page. Another thing that's really helpful is just go visit our page at the end of each day for a minute. That way you won't miss anything. You'll be up to date on all the opportunities and giveaways and fun things we have for you and your students, teachers. Speaking of, um, oh, w- you know what? We're going to announce all of the pre-show give- giveaway recipients. Um on our Right Road Kids page tomorrow and Tuesday. There's a lot of show ones and pre-show ones, so we'll announce all of those tomorrow and Tuesday. And I just want to wrap up with a couple of nuggets from my heart, like I always like to do, that you can take with you into the week to come. First of all, like like Dan and I have spoken about a lot tonight, if your child is at all reluctant to read, take time to really find out why. Um, like in my case, when I was a kid, you know, ask them if they like to read. And if no, find out why. What's the glitch that's holding them back? I feel like knowing is a key to a life-changing difference for kids. We can't just group them all together as reluctant readers. There's a reason each child is not you know, glomming on to it because it's something so special. So find out why. Nugget number two is make sure you're, we've talked about this too, make sure your kids have books. If you can't afford books, if you're a teacher and need to build your classroom library, if you're a parent and you can't afford books, don't be afraid to ask, you know, like, local churches or nonprofits or even your school to do some kind of book drive. We do so many outreaches for schools and parents and kids and and teachers and schools. And a book drive is very easy to pull together because so many people have books that their kids have, you know, outgrown. So don't be afraid to ask for help in that arena. It is crucial that kids have books at their disposal to read, read, read. Also, number nugget number three is to share your love of reading at every chance you can with your kids. Make sure they know how much you love to read. And like one of the teachers earlier, one of their tips, that enthusiasm is contagious. It just pours over onto them. Tip number, or my nugget number four is, you know how I always tell you guys to make sure that you remember that you're not alone, that you're part of this amazing Right Road family of love and support? Well, make sure that your kids and students don't feel alone on their Right Road journey, on their Right Road reading journey. Make sure that you would just envelop them And, and, know that that you're there to encourage and help them in any way that you can. Um, I just, I can't say that enough. And number five, make sure to take time to connect with good, positive things for you every day. Things that will help you stay happy and uplifted on the right road. And that will translate to the best support possible in so many ways for your kids and students. I, I just, oh my gosh, to wrap up to things in a special way tonight, I've got one more wonderful giveaway this evening. Remember, we'll announce all the recipients from all of tonight's On the Right Road Giveaways on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow and Tuesday. Again, if you're listening to a replay after Sunday, October 16th, the giveaways will, of course, be closed and we'll get all of the gifts from tonight's show out in the mail to the teacher recipients and parent recipients the week of October 24th. So here's the last book extravaganza giveaway for this evening. Hold on to your hats, you guys. Oh my gosh. First of all, Thank you to teacher Rhonda Pena, to BookPal, to Silver Dolphin Books, and to Seat Sack. I've got 15 book gift packs, all of different reading levels, and each gift pack has between two to eight books and is valued at between $20 and $50. And I also have a class set of Seat Sack Read and Go book bags for up to 36, depending on how many kids are in your class. So... There will be 16 teacher recipients, and each one will receive one of the book sets or. The Seat Sack Class Gift Pack. The total value of all the gifts in this one On the Right Road giveaway is over $750. So to enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Follow the simple entry guidelines in the offer post. It will be open until just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the 16 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Remember to mention the code word AMAZING as part of your entry comment, even if you included that on the previous giveaways, okay? And for this giveaway, also include the number of kids in your class and the reading level of your students, beginner, primary, intermediate, or advanced. And we'll do our best to match the reading level of the books with each of the recipients, okay? Extra special thanks to teacher Rhonda Pena, to BookPal. You can visit BookPal at book-pal.com. Silver Dolphin Books, you can visit them at silverdolphinbooks.com. They donated all the books for this. Unbelievable. And to Seatsack, you can visit them at seatsack.com. They donated the Read and Go book bags. I am so thankful for our, our sponsors, for our community partners. Holy cow. Amazing things are happening on the Right Road, you guys, and I just pray that tonight's show has been a huge blessing and that it's just filled your heart and mind with inspiration and ideas to uplift reading in your kids' lives even more than you already are. Thank you again to my amazing guest, Dan Gutman. My, my, oh my gosh, I just, I'm for verklempt here. I can hardly speak. I'm just so excited to have, have him, have him on the air. Thank you to Right Road team member Marcy for their wonderful behind the scenes support. Of course, thank you to my amazing engineer, Justin, and the whole Voice America team thank you all so very much every single one of you who is listening for being a part of the Right Road family I just I love you with all my heart blessings love and light to every single one of you in case you missed any part of tonight's show or would like to share it with friends or family this episode will be available to listen to or download for free and we'll post that link on our Right Road Kids Facebook page and Right Road website in the next few days also watch for the click and listen giveaway that we'll have on our Right Road Kids Facebook page for it next weekend And even if you're listening now, you can still click and listen and enter that giveaway. Remember that the next On the Right Road show will be live here on Voice America Empowerment on Sunday, November 6th. In between our On the Right Road broadcasts, you can always connect with us on our Right Road Kids Facebook page and our website at rightroadkids.org always remember that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time, Sunday, November 6th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be that daily positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best, most amazing life on the right road. Keep reading on the right road, everyone. Love you all. Mwah!